And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I'm so excited to be back with you guys this week. And um, we're talking about a topic that is uh, a little bit different. Um, It's not necessarily law-related, but it does um, impact how um, we handle a lot of things in family law. Um, When we deal with a divorce case, um, and we're talking about child support or alimony, um, one of the topics that we always have to cover as well is life insurance, because life insurance um, can be there to secure a um, responsibility so say you um you and your husband are married or you and your wife are married and you get a divorce and you have children and there's a child support amount that's going to be awarded or even if there isn't you guys are just going to share custody and you're going to um you know each have responsibilities for supporting the children when they're with you in particular then um, it's important to have life insurance coverage in the event that heaven forbid one of you should pass away while these children are still young and you need that support in order to uh, make sure that you can meet their financial needs long term. Um, The same thing is true if we have an alimony award, um, especially when we're dealing with couples that are in their 50s or early 60s and and wanting to make sure that that um, alimony obligation is secured in some way so that in the event of the passing of the spouse who has to pay the life or pay the alimony, that there's life insurance to cover those kind of things. And Um, You know, we also will do it sometimes to secure a debt. You know, if you're having to repay the spouse a certain amount of money, we'll say we want you to keep life insurance so that in the event you pass away, that debt does get paid off. And and so life insurance is just so important in the family law realm um, in that in those particular circumstances. But it's not just about child support and alimony and things like that. Life insurance in general is very, very important. And I'm super excited to have Will Grice on the show with me this morning. Will, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, it's great to be here, Amber. Um, Will, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do and all those kind of things. Yeah, so um, what I do is I work with Allstate uh, Life and Retirement, and uh, my focus is on uh, kind of as we were talking about life insurance. And, uh, you know, everybody has people who depend on them. And uh, it's a lot of times something folks don't want to think about is, you know, if something were to happen to me or my spouse or whoever, what happens then? Uh, But those are important conversations to have for sure. Absolutely. And as a business owner, we, you know, sometimes we have a lot of uh, business owners who listen to our show, and, and I'm a business owner and owning New Beginnings Family Law here in town, um, it's important as a business owner to mm-hmm. have life insurance as well. Just, absolutely, absolutely. Um, because something happens to you as the key person in your in your company, and you know, then what's going to happen to your business, what's going to happen to your employees, you want to make sure they're mm-hmm. taken care of as well. So, Will, how long have you been in the life insurance business? Uh, coming up on one year, actually. Awesome. Uh, I was in, uh, in ministry before this, and uh, so kind of taking a new direction um, but it you know I've found that uh, you know what I did before coming to the insurance world really uh, does uh, dovetail well into what I'm doing now. I can see that absolutely the ha- having the same kind of conversation sometimes that you have to have with your parishioners in ministry can be very similar to the kind of conversations you have to have with people when they're trying to figure out what they're going to do life insurance wise or retirement and all those kind of things absolutely you know if, if someone has a death in their family a lot of times the pastor is the first person they call but the life insurance person is the second right. uh, and so you know as a pastor you you know you do meet with folks and, and go to the homes when somebody's passed away and you know seeing seeing the void that's left um, I think you know provides or being more familiar with that I think provides a lot of good uh, motivation uh, now for me to get up and go to work every morning just because I know how important it is. It's, it's so, so important. It's one of those things that um, for those of us who are 40 and under, I mean, I'm, 
I'm in the 40 part of that crowd, but um, we sometimes don't think about how important that is um, and in our lives. And then um, this year I had a friend pass away who was only 35 years old, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know that he had any life insurance because mm-hmm. he might not have been thinking about how, you know, how important it might be at that age because you're 35 and you're still thinking you know i'm young i don't need that kind of stuff but ultimately it's it's really important regardless of your of your age um well who needs life insurance uh well kind of like we were talking about anybody who has people in their (laughs) life basically um you know a a lot of people uh, you know it's i think it's important to understand life insurance is not necessarily for you uh it's for the people that you're going to leave behind uh and making sure that uh, they're able to carry on um, without you um, is a huge part of it. Uh, you know, and like you said, a lot of younger folks, um, you know, don't necessarily think that they need it, that anything's going to happen to them. Um, but, you know, as, as you said, sometimes it does. Uh, and right. so it's important to have that protection in place so that if something happens, then, um, like I said, uh, your world is not, you know, the world or the people in your world are not completely rocked by the tragedy. Because, um, you know, in a situation like the one you, you mentioned, um, you know, in 35-year-old passing away, that's, you know, there's some things in that situation that no amount of money is going to be able to fix. Right. Uh, but there's also some things that only money can fix. And so having right. a adequate life insurance coverage is, is so important. Right. And it's, you know, it can be difficult, I think, sometimes to think about how much coverage you do need, um, thinking about, you know, from a business standpoint, it was easy enough to say, well, my business is generally worth this amount of money and it takes this much to run, you know, my run rate is X amount of dollars. So I know that in order to keep the business open and running for, you know, a year, I'm going to need X amount of money. And so that part's easy enough. But when you're dealing with, say, a young couple or something like that, trying to figure out how much they're going to need long term, that can be difficult. But it looks like we're up against a break. And so when we come back after the break, we're going to talk some more with Will Grice from Allstate about life insurance and, and who needs it and why and all that kind of good stuff. So come on back. Welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I'm I'm with Will Grice this morning from Allstate Insurance, and we're talking about life insurance. It's a topic that, especially in family law, we have to cover a good bit when we're dealing with child support and alimony, and we talked a little bit about that in the last segment, and then Will and I have talked a little bit about, too, who... You know, who necessarily needs life insurance? And that can be anybody, you know, from a child. Both of my children actually have life insurance. Um, and then I have life insurance. My husband has life insurance. Um, thankfully, when my mom passed away in May, she had some life insurance. It was enough to cover the funeral, which was, you know, that was fine. I, I you know, that's not what was not my focus, but I was glad I was able to um, make sure that she could have the funeral that she would have wanted. Um, and so having those kind of things in place, even if it's just some, you know, a, a, a policy that's enough to cover things like that are, you know, very, very important. And, um, of course, I don't know nearly as much about life insurance as Will does. And um, so we were going to ask Will some more questions about <laughs> life insurance. And, um, Will, so when is the best time for someone to purchase life insurance? Right. So, uh, well, and kind of like you said, uh, life and you start talk. If I start talking about life insurance, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can get into the details, and folks' eyes just kind of glaze over, (laughs) and it's so confusing, and you know, so uh, you know, one, it's. I I mean, I do think it's important to have somebody you can sit down with, a trusted advisor that you can uh, can go to, uh, who can kind of help you help you walk through it. Uh, Obviously, um, well, this this is kind of how we explain it to people. Uh, You pay for life insurance with your money. You buy it with your age and health. 
Right. Uh, and so to answer that question simply um, today, <laughs> because you're never going to be younger or healthier probably than you are right now. Right. Uh, and so, um, you know, your life insurance needs change over time. Right. Um, you know, you think about uh, when you're young, you know, you're, you're born and uh, both your income uh, and your your debt obligations are none, right? Your right. parents are paying for everything. But as you get older, you start working. You know, maybe you get your car, making payments on it. Eventually, you get married, have kids, buy a house. Uh, and so your income goes up, but so does your, your debt and, and the need for that income. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, eventually the kids move out. Um, the house gets paid off. Uh, and so your life insurance needs go down because that debt's gone, right? Right. Uh, and so it's 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 never a one size fits all type thing, uh, and so you know it could be that uh, you know someone's young uh, and needs to get some life insurance just to cover final expenses uh, for right, right. now. Um, whereas two years from now, you know they may need to purchase additional coverage, right. uh, and so. Like I said, you, you're never younger and healthier than you are right now. So it's important to have at least a plan in place and starting sooner rather than later is, is huge, especially when it comes to uh, the cost of, of life insurance. Right. Do you find that um, people, when they come to see you, are scared to talk about life insurance or that they you know, are just more confused? Or you know, what, what do you find when people come to you? What, do you? what kind of emotions do they generally have? Well, and it is an emotional thing. Right. Uh, and so I think for that reason, a lot of times people put off coming to see me and talk about life insurance. Right. Um, but when they do, you know, finally come in and sit down, you know, you, you've kind of got two two uh, two types of people. Uh, you've got the emotional person who, you know, just gets really upset talking about a lot of the stuff. They know right. they've got to. Uh, but then you've also got some people who are just very logical, like, okay, show me the dollar amounts <laughs> and show me, you know, right. just want us to lay it out for me. Right. Um, very devoid of emotion. And so, uh, you know, usually with couples, it seems like folks pair up with their right. opposites. They do. So God, is, God is good like that. <laughs> he likes to pair us up in opposites. Right, right. So, um so, you know, they'll come in and uh, hopefully by the end of the time, our time together, mm-hmm. they have a peace um, about knowing that um, every, you know, something God forbid were to happen to them, right. you know, whether they're the intellectual or the more emotional, um, they have a peace knowing that, hey, everybody's going to be OK if something happens to me. And mm-hmm. that's that's the goal that we're, we're shooting for. Right, and we find that too as lawyers when we do estate planning work, which mm-hmm. we do a little of. I mean, we and we have a someone in our office right now who we're working with that she um, when she finishes the bar exam and such, her plan is kind of to do more elder law, which is going to be really mm-hmm. awesome to be able to do that. But um, right now with the estate planning, we do we find the same kind of things with clients mm-hmm. who are very. And either emotional about coming in with the estate planning mm-hmm. part. They know they need to do that. They know they need to talk about. And that's something we talk about, too, in the estate planning process is mm-hmm. life insurance. Do you have life insurance? How much do you have? Is it going to cover what you need um, You know, with the debts that you know you have? So we kind of, as lawyers, we try to have that conversation on our end so that we can pair you up with someone like Will mm-hmm. who can help you with that part because we're not life insurance agents we're not allowed to sell those kind of products and so Will's the kind of person who can do that with you and so when you meet with your lawyer and you're talking about estate planning if you don't cover life insurance coverage that's something you really need to um, 
kind of push on and say, hey, do mm-hmm. what, you know? Do I need life insurance? Do you have an agent that you work with um, that you would be willing to refer me to and um, to talk about those kind of estate planning type issues? And um, so that's so important to make sure you cover those things. Right. And, you know, because, like we said, of, of you know, the, the subject that you're dealing with, it's something that everybody knows needs to happen, whether it's estate planning or right. the life insurance component or whatever. But they put it off and they put it off because right. they just don't want to deal with it yet. Right. Um, but either of those, you know, and they go together, mm-hmm. the sooner you get started with a plan, the better off you're going to be uh, and the better right. everyone in your world's going to be. Exactly. And, and and just like Will said earlier, your needs are going to change over time. So you can start early on in your life. And then as your needs change, you can go back in and you see Will and you come back in and see your attorney. And we help you revise your, um, your estate plan and your life insurance planning as we go forward. So come on back after the break and Will and I are going to kind of do a little role playing um, related to some life insurance. Welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm Amber James, and I've got Will Grice with me this morning, and we're talking about life insurance. And um, September is Life Insurance Awareness Month, so um, this is a good time for Will and I to be talking about life insurance and why it's important and things of that nature. And so during this segment, um, Will and I are going to do a little role-playing about life insurance so that you can kind of get an idea of kind of how the process goes when you go in and um, talk to Will and or another agent who sells life insurance, though we like Will a lot. Um, And uh, so, Will, if someone comes in to talk to you, what happens next? Right. And like we were talking about last segment, a lot of times people will put it off because it's something of an intimidating thing. And so, um, you know, if you were to come into my office, um, you know, I'd I'd say, Amber, um, you know, let's talk about your world. Right. Um, Your world loves you because you bring income. Right. Right. And so your income generally goes to one of two places. It either goes to assets or your family, right? Right. So let's talk about your family a little bit. Um, are you married? I am. Okay. So you got a husband. you have any kids? We have three altogether, his, hers, and ours. Okay. Awesome. So three kids. What ages are they? The boys are 15, and our daughter is, will be 11 next week. 11. Awesome. Uh, what about parents? Are, are your parents still still living or... My husband's mother or father is still living, but all of our other parents have deceased. Okay, good deal, good deal. Uh, so, uh, uh, are they? Do they all live close by? Um, they live over in the Shoals area in, okay. in Colbert County. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, two fifteen-year-olds and eleven-year-old are getting ready for high school. Where do they go to school? Um, the boy. Well, my son goes to school in Madison, and my okay. stepson goes to school over in Colbert County. Awesome. Um, and my daughter is in school in Mad- in the Madison City Schools. All right, so let's talk about assets. Um, Cars, home, got. Sure, we have have a house, Mm -hmm. and uh, we have a rental house, and then we have um, two cars. Okay, probably some investments thrown in there, right? Talking about retirement planning, all that good stuff, stuff, right? Okay, awesome. Uh, So. on the radio you can't really see it but i've got a little <laughs> diagram where i've written everything down uh so this is your world right right uh and when i think about your world amber um i think about a few things that are risk to your world uh the first would be health right, right. um health care can be very expensive uh and uh you know if something were to happen you would have to have a major medical procedure need to make sure you don't have to dig into that 401k to pay for it right um so you've got health um, then I think about if something were to happen to you, say a, a disability, right? right? Could could your world survive for six months or so without your income? Ooh, that would be difficult. 
Right. So maybe one of the things we need to talk about is disability insurance. Um, if something were to happen to you permanently, which, again, I know is something we don't want right. to think about, um, would your world be able to survive without you permanently? That would be, at this phase, I think it would be very difficult. Very difficult, right? So we probably need to talk about some life insurance. Um, now, your husband's father's still living, right? Yes. Um, so probably one thing we need to look at is some long-term care insurance for him and, and maybe for you guys as well. Absolutely. Because if, if he develops a need for that and goes through whatever savings he's got, he's probably going to come to you guys, right? I would, Yeah, I would hope he would at least come to us. And, and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that long-term care planning insurance i think is very important absolutely uh and so you said you had a, a home and yes. a couple cars i'm sure you've got great home and auto coverage right i would hope so okay <laughs> my husband kind of handles that part gotcha uh and then the last thing would be uh if you guys were to have an accident right, right? um not just something that happened to you guys but if you guys caused harm to somebody else right. um you know and you were held liable for that would you guys be would your world be able to to survive you know, I don't know that we have enough insurance coverage to cover something, you know, catastrophic. Right. So we may need to talk about some type of uh, umbrella policy, liability policy for you guys. Right. Um, so looking at your world here, um, what I want to help you do is kind of build a wall of protection around it. Okay. So that if any of these things were to happen, they don't devastate your world, but they just kind of bounce off of that wall. Okay. Um, and this would be the point where I say, Amber, you know, looking at these things we've lined out, which do you think is the most important right now? Because we're not going to build a wall today. Right. Um, but let's let's decide what, what we need to look at first. Okay. Um, well, I think there's probably two categories that would be um, important for me. One is life insurance because I do have a special needs child that I'm going to mm-hmm. need to make sure that even though he's pretty independent, um, in the event that he, for whatever reason, cannot be independent, um, growing up, you know, that mm-hmm. if something happened to me, he would have, you know, the option right. to have, you know, we, there would be money there to take care of him. And the other is long-term care insurance, mm-hmm. um, because my mom, um, before she died back in May, um, we were having to look at options of how we were going to care for her, and she didn't have long-term care insurance. Absolutely. Um, and I don't want, you know, especially my special needs child to have to be trying to figure out how he's going to take care of mama right. in the event something happens to me, so... Those two are my big things, the life insurance and the long-term care insurance. Okay, awesome. Okay. So those are the kind of conversations, you know, it, and that went fairly quickly, but that's because we're on the radio, and I know when Will, and you were sitting down with Will, and, and I kind of knew the answers ahead of time, <laughs> obviously, but, yeah. you know, and, and I've kind of been through this process, so I've, I've been familiar with how that part works, but when you go into Will's office, Will's going to sit down with you, or like I said, any other life insurance agent, like I said, we like Will, um, and so it, you can sit down with them and talk through the conversations about your family and those are kind of the things you need to be prepared for will right when they come in to talk to you it'd be helpful to kind of gathered some information about their assets and things of that nature so you they can have a, a an easy conversation about those things absolutely because you know like we were saying i mean there's no one size fits all you know solution right. uh and so what we want to do is is basically kind of total some things up and say you know this right. these are the this is the amount that you need protection for right you know because some people come in i need you know a hundred thousand dollars life insurance or want a hundred thousand dollars worth of life insurance right, right? and so i'm saying okay that sounds great. Right. Let's talk about what you need. Right. You know, let's let's sit down and look at it and think through the process. And, and right. I think that's where a lot of people find themselves when they come into my office is um, they know they need something. Right. 
Um, they're not necessarily sure how to think through everything. Right. And so part of it's not just, you know, getting a policy for them, but helping them to think through and identify um, the different areas in their life that they need protection for. Um, you know, somebody asked me what I do. I, I like I don't like to say, well, I sell insurance. Well, I, I help people manage everyday risks. Right. And that's exactly what life insurance and long-term care insurance is all about, is managing that risk. And earlier we were talking about how, you know, you're never going to be younger than you are today. Mm-hmm. And generally, you're not going to be any healthier than you are today, exactly. though. All of us would love to believe, including myself, that next week I'm going to go get on that treadmill and I'm <laughs> going to start running four days a week. But um, the likelihood that that's going to happen next week is slim to none. So, um, you know, when we've talked about health and or life insurance, we've talked about needing to be young or the younger you are, the better and the healthier you are, the better. But what about folks that have health conditions? Can they qualify for life insurance? Yes. Okay. Um, because a lot of times when we get talking, uh, get to talking about specific situations, my answer is going to be, well, it depends. Right. Um, one of the the awesome things that that we do at Allstate and a lot of other companies do as well is uh, offer life insurance through work. Um, you know, um, and and usually, you know, when I talk to somebody, do you have life insurance? Yeah, I got it through work. Right. Um, depending on the company. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, and the business, I mean, um, right. sometimes things will be guaranteed issue. Right. Uh, and so for folks with health conditions, a lot of times it's it's much easier to get really good coverage through work because it's in a group right. setting as opposed right. to by themselves. Right. Um, now, that being said, you know, it has to be a fairly usually has to be a fairly big company. Uh, right. to, to be able to get that group guaranteed issue type stuff. Um, right. But, I mean, even if someone were to come in with, uh, you know, with, say, diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, things like that, there are still some options. Obviously, it's, it's not as cheap right. uh, as someone who is healthy. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, getting life insurance on your kids, right? right? And so I imagine when you did that, uh, you were thinking about a couple things. One, I mean, if and I, I know as a mother you don't want to at yeah. all think about no. this. But if something were to happen to them, you know, in the in the short term, right. then you wanted to be able to cover that. But also, I'm guessing at some point they're going to take over the policies, right? That's right? the plan. And so what you've done is you've locked them in with a very very low rate because right. you got it when they were very young and right. very healthy, right? Uh, and so that's you know, if it's a, a whole life policy, it's going to stay that way for the rest of their lives, right? Uh, and so that's that's kind of you know, it's it's important to think about it for yourself, but you know, it's a awesome gift to give to kids and grandkids uh, just because you're doing something for them now that 30 40 years from now they're really going to appreciate right and you know i was probably in my 30s before i thought about needing life insurance and Mm -hmm. my parents thought about it well before that but um and they had one of those policies and i didn't understand the importance of it and i let it lapse so that was not (laughs) a good thing but nonetheless you know that's it's important that if you have health conditions that you at least come in and talk to somebody don't don't go into it from a fear perspective and say, you know, well, I've got high blood pressure. I'll never be able to get life insurance. You mm-hmm. know, talking with somebody like Will will help you get through um, those conversations and figure out what you can and can't afford. And, and yes, the, the less healthy you are, the more expensive it's going to get. It's just part of the deal. But come back after the break and we're going to talk some more about life insurance and what you need to know about it so that you can take care of yourself and your family. Welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm um, on the air today with Will Grice from Allstate, and we've been talking about life insurance. And 
Will, I know there's different kinds of life insurance, but could you kind of break it down for us and tell us what those are? Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's that's that's where a lot of people are is is they'll come in. They know they need something, uh, but they also know there's different kinds and they don't know what they need. Right. Uh, and the thing to keep in mind is, you know, it can get kind of technical and confusing. But each each life insurance product that you're going to look at. Uh, is designed to do something specific, mm-hmm. uh, and so depending on what your needs are, uh, will determine you know which which products best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two basic kinds are term and uh, a whole life or permanent insurance. Uh, term insurance uh, we use primarily to cover debt. Um, right. You know, we were talking about kind of the life cycle before. Um, and, you know, when you get in, you know, about between 30 and 50-ish, that's uh, the time in your life where both your income and debt are the highest and where you have the highest need for life insurance. Right. But that need isn't going to carry over into retirement. And so to cover things like income replacement, uh, you know, business, um, we were talking about right. business, making sure the businesses continue, um, pay off the mortgage, things like that. There's a specific time in your life when you need it. And so term insurance is perfect for that. Um, term insurance is a lot cheaper. Um, right. Usually it'll go for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, but it doesn't build any kind of cash value or anything like that. Um, like I said, it's, it's mostly meant to be temporary insurance to cover a need that is temporary in your life. Right. Uh, we like to use whole life insurance um, to cover final expenses uh, because it's permanent. You know, uh, With term policies, a lot of times you'll, you'll have the option to renew. Uh, or extend or anything like that, but you know it's going to get more expensive because you're older, right? right? And so you can keep renewing it every year, but the price keeps going up every year. Uh, whereas usually with permanent policies, the the rate's locked in, right. you know, and you get to keep it for the rest of your life. Um, with whole life policies, you have a few options that you don't have with term policies. Um, you you know it builds the cash value. Uh, you can take out loans against it, um, which I rarely recommend folks doing. Um, but you also have reduced paid up options and things like that. Uh, and so to be with you as long as it needs to be, because again, this is what's going to pay your final expenses. Right. Um, it's a really good option. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of people think that they have these, you know, accidental death and dismemberment policies and that Mm -hmm. that's going to be sufficient. But, you know, if you don't get hurt in an accident or killed in an accident, that's not there to cover. So, Mm -hmm. you know, whole life is there to insure you for your whole life, like Will says. And then term is what we use a lot of times with our alimony and child support issues. Absolutely. um, Because it's relatively inexpensive and it secures that debt. So come back after the break and we're going to talk a little bit more about Dave Ramsey and his, uh, his view on life insurance. And welcome back to New Beginnings. I'm on the show this morning with Will Grice from Allstate Insurance. And in our last segment, we talked a little bit about the differences between term life and whole life and things like that. And um, for the people who know me really well, um, they know I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Not that I live by all his rules like I need to, but um, and I also work with Chris Licurdo, who used to work with Dave. And um, so I have a lot of respect for him. But one of the topics that he and I disagree on, and I'm sure Will and, and Dave disagree on, are our life insurance. So um, Dave Ramsey generally advises against life insurance. So kind of give us um, kind of your perspective on, on why that's a, an incorrect viewpoint. I got you. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we talked about the different kinds and I I think I've, I've heard, you know, and and I'll say this too, I've been through financial peace university and like you, I mean, I've, you know, love Dave Ramsey. He's got a lot of good stuff. Um, He, he encourages everyone to get term life insurance. 
Um, right. He's not a fan at all of whole life. No. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and but I, I think a lot of times, you know, he's talking about one thing and I'm talking about something else. Right. Because uh, what he, you know, he's a big fan of being self-insured in mm-hmm. a lot of different areas. Uh, and so, you know, he talks about whole life insurance more of and as more of an investment saying, you right. know, the, the uh, interest rates you get and all this kind of stuff. Right. It's not great. And he's I think in that he's right. Um, you know, it's it's you you don't want a whole life insurance policy to be your investment strategy. No. Uh, however, to be used for permanent life insurance, um, I would suggest that it's actually a pretty good deal uh, a lot of times, right. um, especially if it's something that you get uh, when you're when you're young. Uh, like I said, with with whole life insurance, you have a lot of times more options, and one of those options is to cash it out. Right. Which honestly, you're doing good to get your money back. Right. Um, but there's also the reduced paid up option. So let's say you know someone got a, a life insurance policy for their kid. Uh, when the kid turns 65 or by that time, who knows, it may be 70 or 80 and it's time to retire, um, you know, they can, if they've kept the policy up, they can say, you know what, I'm I'm done paying for it. Uh, I'm just going to stop paying premiums. And so what the company a lot of times will do is that's the reduced paid up option. Say, OK, well, you know, based on everything, you know, your policy was worth uh, 30000 so based on how much, you know, you put in and, you know, different things, uh, when you pass away, we'll pay out 25000 mm-hmm. you know, roughly. It's usually right. an odd amount because it's not right. rounded off. Um, and so in that way, it's actually a pretty good uh, – because usually the payout ends up being uh, a lot more than you paid into it. Right. Uh, and so, you know – I would love to uh, to take Dave uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to some of the meetings I've had with folks because um, again it's all about planning and it's not a right. one size fits all. Right. But I know I've I've also seen a lot of folks who got a twenty year term when they were say forty, um, right. but now they're sixty and they're not in a position where they can be self insured for final expenses, uh, and right. so they're kind of stuck maybe with health conditions or certainly age and either keeping the term policy up. Or even at that point, getting a whole life policy is just so very expensive. Right. Uh, and so, you know, my my uh, comment, I guess you would say on that, right. would be um, it can serve a purpose. Right. Now, it's not necessarily right for everybody. Right. Um, but in some situations, I think it can serve a good purpose and be a very good and wise decision to make. Especially, I would assume, if you bought that policy when you were young and you were healthy. And that's the key. Right. That's the huge key with it right, right. there. You know, not waiting until you're, you know, because we've had clients in, in our divorce cases where their spouse all of a sudden gets MS or mm-hmm. um, gets Lou Gehrig's disease. And now, you know, there's a need for life insurance, but at the same time, they can't really, you know, get what they need now exactly. with, the, with the health conditions exactly. they have. So it's important to have those conversations when people are young and healthy and they can um, you know, get, make the best decisions about those things. Will, if uh, somebody wanted to talk to you about life insurance coverage, how's the best way to, for them to get in touch with you? Uh, sure, they can either uh, just email me at willgrice at allstate.com or uh, give me a call at 256-655-1278. All right, and if y'all didn't catch that, you can always call us at the office, too, at New Beginnings Family Law at 256-518-9529, and we will get you in touch with Will. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great weekend. Will, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Amber.